Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. The Bible, our precious book, while one book is also a collection of 66 God-inspired books. If I could just take a second to tell you, I have a beautiful little eight-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter who has accomplished a feat that most adults haven't. She has memorized all 66 of those books, and she will gladly repeat them back to you if, if prompted to do so. Well, in those 66 inspired books, there is a first book, and that first book is the book of Genesis. Genesis uh, comes from a word in the Greek that means origins. Genesis is a book of origins. And, and by the way, uh, originally written in the Hebrew, but later translated into Greek. It was the Greek, Greek Septuagint. And so that's when it got that title, Genesis, again, meaning origins. But the original Hebrew title uh, was one word that was uh, derived from the first word in the book. And that first word translated into three words in the English, and those three words are in the beginning. And so the Hebrew title translated into English would be in the beginning. That would be the title of the book. Again, uh, Genesis is a book of beginnings, and particularly focusing on the first 12 chapters. first 12 chapters of the book of Genesis talk about several things that are introduced or that begin there. And so I am starting a brand new six-part series, and we're entitling this six-part series simply, In the Beginning. And we're going to focus on the first 12 chapters of Genesis. Now, obviously, in a short six-part podcast series, we're not going to go verse by verse through all 12 chapters, but rather, I am going to pull out six things. We're going to take a look at six things that are introduced or revealed or that get their beginning here in Genesis. Let me just quickly mention those six things that we're going to be studying uh, over the next six podcasts. The first one is God revealed, and we'll look at that today. The second thing we'll look at is creation, obviously. You have to look at that. And, and that'll just be a short look at, at creation. The third thing that we're going to look at is the institution of the family. The family is instituted in these first 12 chapters. The fourth thing we're going to look at is the big fall. That's the sad one. And we'll be taking a look at the fall of the human race. The fifth thing, I like it, it is the introduction of redemption. Redemption. We fell, but there's a possibility for redemption. And then the sixth thing, we're going to look at how nations were formed. The formation of nations and particularly the one nation, Israel. And so, today we look at God revealed. God revealed and there are seven things that I want us to see found here in the book of Genesis that's revealed about Almighty God. And the very first thing, let's read chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. 
isn't it interesting that the writer of this book, and the human writer of this book was Moses, and that was confirmed by our Lord Jesus in the New Testament. Isn't it interesting that Moses doesn't spend a lot of words early on uh, defending the existence of God? He just assumed the existence of God because it's true. Look at this again. In the beginning, God. You see, uh, God had no beginning. God has no end. He was there in the beginning when He created. In the beginning, God created. And so, uh, the first thing that we see about God is He is eternal. He is eternal. The prophet Isaiah called Him the everlasting God. God who has no beginning. God who has no ending. We have a problem grasping that concept. You know why? God is infinite. We are finite. We have limitations. God is infinite without limitations. And so the limitations on us is something that God created and put us in, and that's called time. And we'll talk more about that on the next podcast, the creation of time. But uh, we are time creatures. We think in terms of the beginnings because we had a birth date. We had a beginning on this earth, and we have a death Date. We don't know what that is, but we have an ending on this earth. Now, that doesn't mean that we end. We will move on to our eternal destiny but uh, outside of time. But, but we think we can only think in terms of time, beginnings and endings. But God is above that. God always existed. And He was there when He created everything at time. So we see that God is eternal. He is above us. He is beyond us. And He operates outside of His creation called time. The second thing that we find from this passage is the fact that God is triune. Although He is one God, He is one God in three persons. Three persons in one God. In the beginning, God. The word God there is the Hebrew word Elohim. Elohim is in the plural and then in verse 2, it talks about the Spirit of God moving over the surface of the waters in creation. The Spirit of God. So you have God, the Father, you have the Spirit of God. But if you would look in, in the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 1 to 3, you see something else as well. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him. And apart from Him, nothing came into being that has come into being. So, who is this Word? Well, uh, the Word of God says in chapter 1, verse 14 of John, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Now, who was that? That was none other than the Lord Jesus. And so, and so we see God the Father. We see the Spirit of God. We see from John that Jesus was there in creation. He is God. He is with God. And He was in the beginning with God. And so uh, one of the things that's revealed here is that. I like Colossians chapter 1, verse 16. Again, Paul is talking about Jesus. And, and it says this, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Now, firstborn doesn't mean He was, was born, but He is the f first in rank above all creation. For by Him, 
by him, Jesus, all things were created, both in the heavens and on the earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. That's Jesus. And so, again, we see here, in the beginning, God, Elohim, plural, the Spirit of God, Jesus. He is the triune God, and we see that right in the very first phrase of the first sentence of the first verse of the first book in the Bible. God reveals that he is triune. The third thing that we see about him is this. God is all-powerful. In the beginning, God created. Created. Now, that literally means, here in this context, formed from nothing. God formed or made from nothing. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's just a big summary statement, which uh, uh, the rest of the passage there goes on to talk about the details of that creation. But God created everything that existed from nothing. We talk today about creative people. You know, they get inspired and they create uh, a, a, a statue or they create a beautiful portrait, a drawing, or they create, uh, they create beautiful songs, but they start with something. They have material to work with. God created out of nothing, from nothing, all that exists. And we'll talk more about creation again on the next podcast, but uh, he is revealed here to be all-powerful. He is the omnipotent one who formed everything from nothing. He is all-powerful. The fourth thing that we see, we find it in Genesis chapter 3, verse 8, and that is this. He is, Almighty God is, relational. I'm so glad about that. All the other gods are false gods, you know, that people talk about in their fantasy land. These are, are gods that are far removed and, 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 and uh, are not relational. But here in Genesis chapter 3, verse 8, God had formed man and he'd, put, and he'd made a garden and he'd put him in the garden. But verse 8 says that God came walking in the garden in the cool of the day. God came walking. Why? Well, that was obviously something that God did because Adam heard him and Eve heard him and they went and hid themselves because they had done something wrong. But uh, on previous times, it, we, we can see from this statement that they were aware that God came and walked in the garden. Why did he do that? Because he created us to have a relationship with us. So we see that God is relational and wants a relationship with us uh, from from that simple little phrase there that God came walking in the garden that he created. He was there to meet with Adam and Eve. That's what he had obviously done uh, in times past. And on this particular day, it was a sad day. We'll talk about that again on a future podcast. Number five, we see that God is righteous or holy. In Genesis chapter 2 verses 15 to 17, God said, I've created all these things for you here, but there's one tree that's separated that you shall not eat from. God has standards. God draws boundaries. God is righteous. God is holy. Then the number six thing, he is just. In Genesis chapter 3 verses 9 to 19 and verses 22 through 24, we find that after uh, Adam and Eve were found out to have sinned, God um, in his justice brought the consequences on him, on them. God does not tolerate in any way sin. 
and and God is just, and God judges sin, and and uh, we'll get into that later. But uh, God brought justice to bear on Adam and Eve there. And then number seven, and I'm glad for number seven, He is merciful. In Genesis chapter three verse twenty one, after He had brought the consequences on them and the judgment, He clothed them. He killed an animal. The blood of an animal was shed, and that was a foreshadowing of blood had to be shed for God to uh, to give us mercy and to give us grace, and God is merciful. Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, where is there is the prediction of the future Messiah, and we'll talk about that again on one of these future podcasts, but uh, God is merciful. And so, I just wanted you to understand that uh, God reveals Himself here in these first uh, books, these first uh, chapters of this first book of, of Genesis. We're going to look on the next podcast at God's creating creation. Until then, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.